today on the Odd Guys Out podcast, we are talking about Comic-Con. You're listening to the Odd Guys Out podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is the Odd Guys Out podcast. I am one of your hosts, uh, Tom Boda. And I am joined here with my other two cohorts, Angus Fraser. Hello. And J.D. Hughes. You know, I love the fact that you have to stop and think about his name. <laughs> <laughs> Say He's my, my oldest name. Friends. His name is... Okay, so I think we have to address it because sometimes we mention my name is Eric. Sometimes we mention my name is Angus. So basically when I started doing comedy, I went by my real name, which is Eric. Uh, my boss, however, at the time, um, became uncomfortable with the things I was talking about on stage and insisted that I started going by a stage name. Now, by that point, I was already wearing the kilt uh, full-time on stage, um, and so I thought, okay, well, I'll go with the Scottish name. Uh, my grandfather's name was Angus, and our clan name was Fraser, so I just started going by Angus Fraser. So, and I have recently written a joke where it's like people get excited when they hear a kilt. Everybody wants to see Jamie Fraser, but all they get is a slab of Angus. You're like a great you value, James, Ang- James Fraser. Say what now? You're a great value, James Fraser. You're the, <laughs> you're the Walmart brand, J- Fraser. That is exactly what that is, yes. So every so often we slip up and we say, my name is Eric. I've slipped up and said, my name is Eric. But my stage name is Angus, and that's what I prefer to go by for future reference. Yep. All right. So the cat's out of the bag. Tom, what do you got for us today? So today, it's that time of the year. April comes, and, uh, you know, Easter for most folks. But in the nerd world, in Alberta, it's Comic-Con time. Mm-hmm. Calgary Comic-Con. So I just wanted to start off today's episode about talking about the most memorable Comic-Con experience that you guys have had, and myself. Not counting the uh, the, the public sex that we talked about last episode? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, I've got one locked and loaded. Okay. Because okay. I've, only, I've, only, I've only been to a limited number of cons, but this was when we were in Lethbridge. And that's where we had that face-to-face one-on-one conversation with billy west mm. yeah so it, it so the his handler was actually uh, a gentleman that we knew right and, and so we run up and i i'm vigorously because he's got his billy west has his back to us and i am vigorously shaking mark's hand telling him how much I, I, I appreciated his appreciated work, his work and looking forward to him. He's an inspiration. He turns around because he thinks he's being acknowledged. And I am literally like, like just going crazy on, on this. And then I looked to Billy West and I said, who are you again? And he laughed. <laughs> he laughed. He had a, he had a good one. So um, you're just gaslit. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he, he, he knew it was a joke and, uh, be on the uh, voice of Fry from Futurama, Bugs Bunny, and numerous other works. Um, he he got a kick out of it, and um, 
we all laughed. And then Cracker offers him, said, we're going to A&W. Can I get you a hamburger? Because he was looking for something to eat. Yeah, yeah. And that's where he launched into his street meat story on how he was in New York. He was voicing Fry. Mm -hmm. And they took a break to go and get some street meat. And he got food poisoning, was sick for a week, and that's why he was a vegetarian. Yeah. He's like, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, just the the story and the face-to-face and the fact that he was just a really nice guy. He's who you want to meet a celebrity. Yeah, at that same con, uh, Jason Mewes was also there. Yeah. And we, he was, like, hanging out at the one of the comic um, displays. And he was walking around signing stuff, and we struck up a quick conversation with him. He's like, yeah. It's like, I was talking to Kevin on the phone, and he's like, he's like, they're selling our stuff here. He's like, well, go sign some shit. He's like, I can do this? Like, yeah, just go fucking sign shit. They're going to love it. So he's going around with his marker just signing <laughs> yeah, his name yeah. on shit. But, I, I mean, and, and Muse was a sweet guy. Like, oh, he's yeah, a he was, sweet yeah, kid. He's a cool guy. Um, uh, it's hard to say because he's so much older than us. But, yeah, he's a sweet, sweet guy that he called Kevin Smith because he wasn't sure if it was appropriate to sign his own name. Yeah. On merchandise based on his work. Yeah. Uh, on his likeness and everything. And Yeah, go do it. <laughs> it's weird, too, because he'd been in the game for, like, so long at this point. He'd done so many cons. I don't know if this is the first time he was on his own. Yeah, maybe. Not. Yeah, like, like he's mostly with Kevin, right? Yeah. Which I'm looking forward to uh, this year's uh, Calgary Expo. Yeah, because Kevin's because Kevin too. Smith and Jason Mewes and uh, some more of the actors from uh, 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 Clerks. Yeah, is going to be there. Yes, and Robert, Robert Ogwood, and I miss it again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's $120 for his autograph. So if you I want would to fork pay up the for money, it. He'll, he'll get it for you. Yeah, if you spot the money. Yeah, but I don't want it. I don't want the autograph. I want to meet the man. Him. I want to I want to actually meet the man. That's that's I I don't care about the autograph. Yeah. I've got I've got a couple. Yeah. I got Nolan North's. Yeah. Um autograph, but I mean, I was like, I, I could care less about the autograph. I want to meet I want to meet the man. I get it. I get it. I think one of my favorite moments that we had at Con, and I've gone to a, a fair more than you have. Not as many as you, Tom, but more than a Gus here, uh, was the Noobing Day. Where you had your I'm with Noob shirt. Yes. And you yes. made sure to noob as many <laughs> cosplayers as you yes. could. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. We did it every Sunday. Yeah, because you know uh, we've won. You know, a lot of guests have left at that point. Uh, a lot of vendors are packing up. So what else is there to do? But go around, go noobing, and we would noob cosplayers, and they'd have no clue what we're doing. Yeah, they'd have no clue the T-shirt and, and, that I'm. I'm and you'd always be pointing at them too. And it points at. In, in on the left hand side, it's like I'm with stupid, but it yeah. says I'm yeah. with noob instead. I'm with noob. And my uh, favorite was Fat Punisher. Fat Punisher was the best because he's like, "Here, let's look badass," and you hold this gun. So he hands me one of his toy guns, right? So I point <laughs> the gun at him, right? And I've got this grin on my face, and he's got and the he's biggest shitty grin, stupidest grin on his face. Yeah. He's got. He's the guy that we look up for every no every time. Clue. 
none of what. <laughs> yeah, it's not Khan we unless we see Fat Punisher. He's either Punisher or he's Negan. The scariest, the scariest Day. moment, the scariest moment was you know Noob and Darth Vader because you know I didn't want to get force choked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 a good memory. Yeah, I, I, that, I that's one of my that. favorites. I can't fit that T-shirt anymore. I gained too much weight. Well, I guess you could pass it on to your son, and he can start small, naming people. It was a small T-shirt, and now I'm, I'm pushing mediums. You're pushing mediums. I'm wow. pushing for you. Wow. Sorry for you. <laughs> so, I mean, I just got back down to mediums. Yeah, no, I'm. Fuck you I'm, both. I'm, I'm, I'm medium larges. Now, so. That's big for me. All right, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> I'm shaking my head at both of you. You um, thin shaming us? Yes, because you fat shamed me. I'm not even fat. Chubby. I think... Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> There's just more of you to love. Um, handle. Like JD said, I've gone to a lot of the uh, Calgary Expos. The Katie Sackhoff story was... Katie Sackhoff, that was pretty good on how she went gaga over my son. And my son pretty much ignored her while I'm just gawking at her. <laughs> um, no, it has to be the Aaron Douglas story. Oh yeah, yeah. That one's so good. yeah, so so to start with, because I'm I am a nerd, but I don't know everything. Aaron, Aaron Douglas, Aaron Douglas is okay. from Battlestar Galactica. Okay, he played Chief Tyrrell. Okay, my favorite character in the whole series, and I binge watched it like the entirety of the series in two weeks right and is, is this the original or is this the remake that they the, did the revamp yeah the, revamp. <laughs> the, mo the modern era of yeah battlestar galactica so um he was at the con so i wanted to go see him right so me and uh my, my best friend cracker and another guy that came up with us, uh, Matthias, um, we go to go to talk to him, right? They weren't interested in getting his autograph at all. They were just coming along for the ride, right? And uh, there was no line. It was late in his uh, autograph session. So there wasn't much of a line. And he's wearing this Kings jersey, this LA Kings jersey. And he has... A sign in front of him which said no I'm not a Kings jersey because he's from Vancouver he lost a bet didn't he he lost a bet <laughs> and it describes on how he lost this bet to dork face Will Wheaton, <laughs> Wheaton! <laughs> and Wheaton was there t this year too right we already got his autograph. We were going, we actually were coming from Wheaton. And, and then we seen Aaron Douglas, and I'm like, oh, I want to get Aaron Douglas. So he's telling us the story, right? How he lost his bet. He's like, but the best was when Canada won gold, and we, when Wheaton had to wear the Team Canada jersey. He's like, I've got pictures of that. We did photo ops of it. Now I have it as some headshots. So we take a look at them, and then he's like, oh, this is awesome. He's like, you want to see the best? He's like, this is the last one, so I'm not giving it out to you guys. But he shows us, and it's Will Wheaton giving him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
He's like, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to sign something on this picture. If you guys get the the picture of the two of us together with him wearing the Team Canada jersey. I'll write something. You take it back to him. He will write something on it to retort. Yeah, you bring it back to me. And then you got to come back to me and show me what he said. So Cracker and Matthias are like, absolutely. (laughs) So they each got one. So (laughs) He upsailed them. (laughs) At this point, I already purchased mine. And I'm like, I don't want to spend another $60. (laughs) But just for a prank. (laughs) Just for a prank. So, and Matthias is recording all this too. He's like, do you, and he asked Aaron Douglas, hey, do you mind if, if, if I record this? He's like, yeah, no. He's like, so he started right from the top on his description of the bet, right? And, uh, so on one he wrote, um, I can't see who's standing next to me. The gold medal is shining in my eyes. <laughs> And on the other one, he said, there's no such thing as neutrino light speed or something like that. It's a very Star Trek-y thing. He bashed Star Trek, right? Yeah. So we go back, and Wheaton was just finishing up. So we go down the VIP line, and we talk to uh, – yes. it might have been his wife at the time. Well, not his wife at the time. He's always had just the one wife. But uh, at the time, we didn't realize that she was his wife. But we said – We've been sent to a, on a mission from Aaron Douglas. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> she knows. So she's like, let me see. So she said, okay, I'll sneak you guys in. So she snuck us in. We were the, la- we were the last ones in. Didn't I just see you guys? Wheaton goes, yeah. But uh, we went and seen Aaron Douglas. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> He's like, let's see what he wrote. So he reads one, right? He reads the neutrino one. And he, Matthias asks him, hey, we recorded the Aaron Douglas part. Do you mind if we I record this part too on my phone? He's like, yeah, go for it. Do you still have this? Uh, I don't know if Matthias still has it or not. Okay. I haven't talked to him in I, I think 10 Cracker years. still has his. Because yeah, that's, might have that's something that. Yeah, because Cracker. I'm pr- yeah, because this is. I heard this story originally from Cracker before I heard yeah. it from Tom. Okay. So, um. So then, he looks at the neutrino one, and, uh, he goes, "All right, all my sci-fi nerds out there, see this." This is Aaron Douglas calling us all fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember what he wrote on 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 that one. But the best one came down to the gold medal one. Right? He said, you could take that gold medal and shove it up your ass. <laughs> That's literally what he wrote on the picture. <laughs> so we immediately went back to Aaron Douglas. And so Aaron Douglas is like, let's see what he wrote, right? And so uh, he did some things with the neutrino one, right, and stuff like that. He sees the one, the the gold medal one, and shove it up your ass. He grabs the picture back and writes on it some more. <laughs> he says, 
goes up a lot easier than silver. <laughs> <laughs> that will forever be yeah, that's... my favorite string of meeting any celebrities. celebrities. Yeah. And that, I've met that, a lot. That celebrity rip, rivalry done right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, uh, it's here, the, the r- rivalry, but at the same time, at the end of the day, they're friends. And they're and, including their fans. Yeah, and they're going to laugh about that for... They're probably still laughing at that. Oh, yeah. So, that's my favorite moment of, of, of Con. Oh, absolutely. That's um, a great story. Out of all the cons that you guys have been at, is there anything that you guys... Um, wanted to purchase oh yeah or yes. or did purchase that you love okay nothing that i did purchase that i overly love but there's one thing that i absolutely wish and it's like i i need to like rob a bank or something yeah. and for the record i'm not actually going to rob a bank no, no. so no he's gonna he's gonna pull insurance scams on old people yeah um he's a nigerian prince <laughs> prince mbutu um the proton pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully functioning proton pack. And a guy had one, and that one wasn't for sale because it was actually signed by Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Apparently, he had it, showed it to Dan Aykroyd, and Dan Aykroyd said, that is a near 100% replica. Yeah. And had signed it. But, yeah, no, it fired up. It made the noise. You press the trigger, it would make the the proton stream noise. And they had traps, and they like they had basically all yeah. the Ghostbusters gear, mm-hmm. but this pack just for the proton pack was six grand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where can I get one? Well, you got six grand? No, I do not. <laughs> yeah, and he was gonna. He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Yeah, he's nope. like, "I can get, I can, I can get you guys built yeah, one." Yeah, more than happy to make us one. Well, yeah, it's six grand. <laughs> yeah, I'll make six grand. And it. so, yeah, I've resigned myself. If I do win the lottery, I will have. A nerd man cave. I will have the proton and all the Ghostbusters shit. I will yeah. probably have a full-on bat suit. Fuck yeah, right. And you know, maybe a Deadpool. Co- I, I don't know. I actually, as much as I rip on you for liking Deadpool, yeah. I really do Just like the character. rip on you for liking Batman. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I, would, I would love to have, like, in, in my man cave, like, along a wall, like, all the uh, major Star Wars costumes oh yeah right? absolutely just to like get mannequins and then put them on the mannequins you and just have them on display big ass cave yeah right. that's a uh, i would need a big ass cave well not all of them but the big ones like a vader costume a right. stormtrooper costume yeah kenobi a, you know a kenobi uh, princess leia costume well, you need several for leia several for luke but, they both, they no, just, just, just one just the most obvious one so like the gold bikini either the gold bikini or just her white outfit that she's wearing yeah, at the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. Right? Like, just... Yeah, I guess her, her uh, later on, her outfits get pretty nondescript. They're yeah. pretty much just normal rebellion Yeah, yeah. clothing. Yeah, so... You know, I got, I got to be honest. Here's yeah, the... Got a Tuscan Raider, though. Yeah, got a Tuscan Raider. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. Here's what I love about, like... Just even Comic Con is all the costumes. Yeah. And if I had the money and the time, I would totally do like I, I would be in con in a costume. It looks so much fun to cosplay. 
Yeah. Yeah. My no, wife loves it. looks a lot of fun. I would. But it's a lot of work, especially if you leave it last minute. It's just like we've got a friend that she yeah. always <clears throat> day of, night of, the next day of a uh, con. She she freaking out. She spends her whole time downtime away from con. Preparing sewing, con. preparing her next costume because, because she, she ran out of time. And yeah. she always has like three costumes. Yeah. If not more. Yeah. No, they like the girls this year they have their plans of three yeah, they were we're going for three days. Uh they've got three different costumes, one for each day. They usually do. Right. So it's like my wife she likes to keep it simple because she doesn't want to spend her downtime working on outfits, but Everybody knows that our one friend of ours. Yeah. She, you know, love her to death, but she always leaves things to last minute. And they're up till wee hours in the morning finishing costumes, sewing fucking little things on egg shaped things so she could have eggs for her Daenerys costume, or which turned out fantastic. So it's not not for naught. It's not for naught. Like, her costumes are phenomenal. But she needs to start a lot earlier. She should be like, after con, <laughs> start make your costume, costume for next con. But here's the thing. Like, you've got that entire year. Oh, I'm going to do this. No, wait. No, no. I'm going to do this. No, no. i got to do this. And then, no, wait, the, and then you wait, just do the wait, very first idea. Because I, I, I'm the same way. I will change yeah. my mind. 40 different times. That's true. She does change her mind a lot too. But Yeah. So See, that's why with you, it's just be like, you, you just go as Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> I've always wanted to go as Deadpool, but I've always wanted to do it as a group costume. Yeah. Right? You're obviously my weasel. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. You know who you are. Come on. You're AIM Agent Bill. Really? I thought he was Bob. No, Cracker's Bob. Is Cracker Bob? No, you're you're thinner than Cracker, so you would be Bob. And you're taller, because Bob was shorter. Uh, Bill was shorter. Amy Agent Bill was shorter. And he was more stockier. So who's going to be Cable? Uh, no Cable. Nobody does Cable. Nobody cares Who about does cable? cable. There's nobody in our group that's complicated enough to be Cable. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I, I, Cable I wanted to, I wanted to use uh, Amy Agent Bill... And hide your agent Bob. Because nobody would ever do them. See, but any Deadpool fan would fucking get it. Yeah. And that's who I want to cater towards. Right? Yeah. Is the people like, oh my god, I can't believe you did Bill and Bob. Right? And uh, doing the group costume contest. Right? Because we'd have to go into it. Yeah. it's It'll be like the only time that I ever go in cosplay. Because right. nobody could see your face. Because so. nobody will see my face. <laughs> and yeah, let's do this. I mean, like as bald man. Oh, what are you going to be? You're going to be Xavier. You're yeah. going to be Agent Forty Seven. You're right. going to be Lex Luthor. So yeah. Whatever a bald character they pull off is like, yeah, I, I get it. I don't have hair. Egghead. Yeah. Yeah, Eggman. Yeah. So, uh, but I've always envisioned Which, doing the. Um, uh, as a side note, apparently Jim Carrey fucking killed it in Sonic 2. That's what I've heard. Like, it's, it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. want to go see that. Yeah. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna take Beth to go see it because she's a big Sonic fan. Yeah, Charlotte's been. Well, let me know me when you're going. Shows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let me know too. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, um, if I ever do the cosplay, I'm doing the the group contest, right? And it's DP for Prez. <laughs> I'll do a quick speech. I have Bill and Bob holding up a fucking shitty ass homemade banner. <laughs> And Weasel giving out shitty-ass buttons. And Weasel goes out in the audience and giving out shitty-ass buttons. <laughs> but if it's going to be DP for president, it has to be a very obvious innuendo. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, can't make it too obvious, though. Remember, it's a family event. Yeah, but... It's, of... it's definitely got to be one of those if you know, you know type. Yeah. Like, wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your purchase that you've always wanted to do? Or uh, a purchase that you have done that you really treasure? Uh, for, like, I almost bought a replica of Captain America's shield. Yeah. Because I thought that would look really cool on the wall. And, like, similar to you guys, like, I would love to have, like, a wall of superhero memorabilia. Like, grab, like, Cap Shield, Mjolnir, um... A couple of batterings, maybe um, Green Lantern. Uh, Lantern. I've got a GCPD police badge. Yeah, I remember that's going to be part of your because um, you said that if you went cosplaying, you'd just go as a GCPD cop. Yeah, and I would just co go around with warrants. And, yeah, and handing out warrants to basically it's a it's similar to an idea I had for con. I was going to play con bingo. Yeah, and you had to go and find cosplays of certain things. Yeah. And I, I remember we had Fat Punisher was definitely going to be one of the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was going to be like five Harley Quinns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of different uh, generations, um, different versions and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I almost did buy Captain America's shield. Uh, I almost bought a Mjolnir. Yeah. I don't think I do like swords and stuff like that because I mean, remember, did have swords and most of the time I don't even know where half the swords are from. Like, the only sword I recognize most of the time is the Master Sword from uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. But most Which people, it's like, I look at a sword and I'm like, people are like, ah, oh, that's from Masters of the Universe. I'm like, oh, fuck, I thought that was the one from fucking the... Conan. Uh, furries and leather, the <laughs> Thundercats. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got the Master Sword, um, and I regretted not getting the shield with it. Yeah, I think you kind of have to... That has to be a bundle. You got to get both. And I... Because there was this one booth that had the metal shield, hmm. right? And I got the metal sword, right? So I wanted the the group, and then and then it came with a um, special holder that holds the shield and the sword behind it. And like, are you talking about really like cool. a strap so you could wear it, or a mount? On no, the wall? a mount for a wall. So I just. I thought, uh, you know, I should have gotten it. It was an extra two hundred dollars, mm -hmm. but I opted to no, know I want to get something else and what have you, right? So that was kind of my regret. One regret buy. Uh, one of the things that um, that I have gotten that I treasure a lot, and I. I should buy another copy of it so I could be able to watch it. But I got my Goonies signed by Sean Austin. Mm -hmm. My Goonies DVD. Um, and 
I wanted to go and find an obscure movie of his that I loved. And <laughs> it was a funny story behind it. Is we're watching it and there's this one scene where the guys are uh, uh, get a ham radio and is tuning in and trying or a parabolic mic. That's what it was. And they're using this parabolic mic and they find somebody fucking. <laughs> and so they're listening to this girl screaming, right? And my mom's scrambling to turn off this movie because. <laughs> We're 13 years old, right? I but I mean, at the same time, we're like, yeah. My mom was like, no. <laughs> but anyways, the movie is called Toy Soldiers. Oh, I remember that one. It's with Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton's in it. Sean Astin. Yeah, that was like that, the very violent Toy Story. That's the one with Tommy Lee Jones, right? Yeah, where it's no, like, that's small no. Soldiers. That's you're, Small Soldiers I'm thinking of. There's two Toy Soldiers movies. There's the one... Where it's the toys are alive. Yeah. They come to life and like stuff robotic like that. Or something like that. Yeah. And then there's this other one which is, the premise is, is the school gets taken over by terrorists. It's a rich, privileged school. Mm. And they get taken over by terrorists and the terrorists want money from the rich parents. And uh, the kids end up fighting back and taking over the school. It's kind of like... Very realistic. A, it's like Red Dawn, but it's It's, it's a Red Dawn <laughs> in the school. And uh, I, I mentioned that to him. I'm like, so I hand him my Goonies, right? And I'm like, you know, I bet you see this a lot, but I, want, I, I tried to, but I couldn't find a copy of, was Toy Soldiers. He's like, you know what? I, he stopped signing. He's like, I don't think I have ever signed a copy of that movie. <laughs> nice. So that, uh, Cracker, we're going to the fucking mall. <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up finding it, but, um, later that day. But that was his last day at con. Oh, okay. So I couldn't, when we went back the next day, he wasn't there for me to get signed. Is, is he going to be at this one? He is. Do you still have it? I do. So you're going to get him to sign it? I, I should. But, but I mean, I've got other people that yeah. I want to get first. Yeah. Like, I want to finish off my Hobbit collection. Because I've got Elijah Wood and I've got Sean Astin. You need to get... Uh, so i got to get Billy Boyd. And Don and Monaghan. Dominic Monaghan. So, uh, and they're going to both be there. So, they're at the top of my list because I want to finish that collection. So Speaking of Dominic Monaghan, um, there is a fantastic bit that they did for Lord of the Rings. Because as soon as you said the hobbits, that's the first thing that popped in my You're head. About the uh, the interview with Elijah. Wood. Yeah, big beautiful blue eyes. And he had no idea, <laughs> and he's like saying odd yeah, comments it was all about audio, it, right? but they yeah. actually see him. But about it, oh, you have very big blue blue eyes, and he's pretending to be German, and yeah. and, and the, the 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 look on Elijah Wood's face is like, okay, <laughs> just do yeah. you have bigs? <laughs> Yeah, no, that was really funny. Yeah, and, so, and, and Elijah was like, "No, I don't wear wigs." He's like, "Will you wear wigs?" He goes, "Maybe." <laughs> just check it out; it's on YouTube. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I think I've seen bits and pieces of that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, this con is, is. I didn't go to last year's one 
It was more like of a show. They called it a showcase than a con, mm-hmm. uh, because it was very small, very intimate, kind of like what they started off with, right? Yeah. There was only like a handful of guests. There mm-hmm. was only a handful of merchants. Well, yeah, Just because I mean, smack dab in the middle right? of COVID, COVID so. and stuff like, they, like that. Yeah, it was like the end of the uh, like them just them opening the summer back up in Alberta, right? Yeah. Uh, so that that reminded me uh, of something actually. Uh, just going back, Billy West, because uh, Lethbridge had a couple of different cons, smaller events, of mm-hmm. course, and Billy West was slated to come one year. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and he couldn't, so he did like a live cast or something like that. It was like a scheduling conflict or something. No, like that. what had happened is because we, we talked to the organizer, um, we knew him because he ran one of the comic shops in Lethbridge, and um, apparently Billy West forgot to update his uh, passport. Mm. So, well, like first he lost it, and then he found it, but it was out of date. So he tried to get it uh, yeah. redone. And he wasn't able to get it in time, so he was just like freaking out this whole time. Because I mean, they this is kind of one of the ways they make money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only that, but because he's, yeah, he's letting fans down and stuff like that, and he's de- he definitely seems like the kind of guy who's in it for the fans. Well, well he, he promised that he would come to the next yeah. one, and he was there. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, to let me know, and I will definitely be at the next one. Yeah. So, so I mean, he, again, and he came with uh, oh, what the hell's his name? Oh, uh, Phil Amar. Yeah, Phil Amar. So it was even better. Yeah, because Hermes Conrad. Yeah, we got the and they their panel was fantastic. Yeah, no, it was super entertaining. They talked about doing the, uh, like different voices and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I guess he used to like march up and down train tracks doing different sound effects. I think it was not yeah. voices originally. Yeah, no, it's but, very common practice. But just watching them switch back and forth, it's always entertaining watching the voice actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and just you know. Um, like they have one with Nancy, oh Cartwright? god, Cartwright, yeah, Nancy Cartwright, where she's just in a barber, and she's switching back and forth from her voice and Bart Simpson. Yeah, and it's it's so entertaining to watch. Yeah, it is, and they do it seamlessly. Yeah, right. Like, um, um, what's his face? Uh, Optimus Prime, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, Peter Cullen. Uh, Peter Cullen. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, he does his voices a lot when yeah. you're sitting there doing his autographs and stuff, like he's signing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, this year I'll be meeting a voice actor. I usually like I'm not like I like voice actors, but I'm not you know huge fans of them. Right. Mm-hmm. I right. usually go for the actors. Unless they do stuff other like stuff that. as well, like Mark like, Hamill. Yeah. Right. Like if Mark Hamill was there, I, I would drop everything. I would stand in line for five fucking fucking days uh, <laughs> just to you know. Be able to smell him. Just, just to bring his name <laughs> to like, you're gonna say something creepy, like, "Can I smell your hair?" <laughs> you know, um, can I breathe your? That, that would be like, take my money. This is all I have for con. Yeah. <laughs> can I have your autograph? Right. Um. But uh, this year, I'm gonna be meeting a couple of them because. Uh, my uh, son and daughter are coming with, mm-hmm. and uh, my son is a huge Super Mario Brother fan. Okay, yeah, right. And uh, Charles Martinet is going to be there. He he is the voice of Mario. Mario. Yeah, 
and of Luigi. It's a me, a Mario. Yeah. He's it's even going to be able, be making an appearance in the... Uh, uh, the Chris Pratt one? The Chris Pratt. I know, but not as Mario. That's so but not up. as Mario. That's like kicking the teeth. I'm going to ask him about how he actually feels about that. I mean, I'm sure part of it is like, it's a job. Right, I'm getting paid to do something. I'm still part of the franchise, but yeah, yeah. that's got to be annoying. It's like, well, we're doing a Mario movie. We, we want you in it. Oh, fantastic! It's like, but you're gonna play it just a side character. Yeah, like, we got Chris we got... Pratt for Mario. We've got a non-Italian dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that, that that who's not gonna do an Italian accent at all. He's not even gonna try. No, because he's not Italian. But he's yeah, Brooklyn. I mean it's probably good that he's not, but yeah. it's still gonna fit, be weird to having Chris you've Pratt's got... voice coming it... out of a Mario's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, uh, my son's super excited about that. Um, he would be, yeah. And then uh, one of the voice actresses from uh, Encanto. Oh yeah, is okay. Going to be there, uh, Elise, Elise, the the big, strong one. Oh yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. The one yeah. that became a fan favorite, and Disney's like, that's the one they like. Yeah, and everybody's so like, well, yeah. Well, there's like her her song there has been like remade. Yeah, yeah, and like a rock albums and like, stuff yeah. like that. Apparently, Disney thought the pretty one was going to be the favorite. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, that's the one we're gonna we're gonna focus try and focus all on her." And then the, the, the whole fandom just went, "No, no, we like the big one." Yeah, yeah. And people, and Disney's like, "Really? You don't like the pretty one? No, no, big, big, strong, nice." Because we've all seen the pretty one. Yeah, it, it's had, been done. We've had yeah. seventy years of pretty ones. And the but, thing I like about it is. Um, the pretty, the pretty, you know what's funny? Because the pretty one really didn't have a lot of focus. She had like brief focus. Yeah. But not really. I mean, it was Maribel was kind of recognizing that there was like that her one sister, the, the strong one, was depressed. Yeah. And that she had the big perfect one or the pretty perfect one. And she just kind of, there was a, there was a reveal that. Like I just thought it was well written, yeah. the way it was that that oh she's pretty everything's perfect there's no worries and yeah. there's a lot of worries she didn't want to get married she didn't want to always do this one thing but right. because there was all that pressure you got to be pretty you got to be perfect you got to do all this stuff. Yeah. Um, it was a great phenomenal movie, um, and it was you know one of the first to have to prominently not have a villain. Yeah, uh, it, it leaned towards, you know, yeah. Bruno being the villain, right? Because yeah. Bruno's this mysterious. But then it turns out that but he's it not turns out that he wasn't. He was just misunderstood, and he just went into hiding because he was tired of hurting people, fucking up people's lives. Yeah, and uh, well, I, was, I can relate to that. Um, God, what, what what did he remind me of? Me? Nope. Uh, you? No, it's the Greek legend Cassandra. I think it is. Mm, I don't think I know that one. Um, she's she was a seer, so very much like Bruno. Uh, I, I want to say it's Cassandra, but don't quote me on that. But essentially, what it was was that she could foresee all this bad stuff, um, and eventually she saw the fall of Atlantis. Okay, the That's sinking of Atlantis, and then I think you might be right about Cassandra. Yeah, I think it's Cassandra, uh, and it was, I mean it's a great tragedy. Aren't uh, they all? Yeah, well, they are, yeah. Uh, but what eventually happened when Atlantis sank, they essentially blamed her for it. It was her fault, like all she because she saw it, she warned everybody about it, nobody believed her. And then it happened, and then 
they all blamed her for it. And I think they murdered her for it. Obviously, we're not going to see that in a Disney movie. Or maybe you would. I don't know. Only uh, in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, especially if it's Pixar. <laughs> especially if it's somebody's parent. Because yeah. there's a lot of... like I'm surprised Batman isn't a Disney property based on how many parents are murdered in those <laughs> movies. Well, because, I mean, let's... Disney already put in a bid for them. Okay, let, let's see here. We got... Yeah, because apparently there's a whole thing between DC mm-hmm. and Warner Brothers right now. Yeah. yeah. I think Amazon also put in a bid to own them. Yeah. I'm not sure. Which or is it's dis- an Apple. One of the two. Maybe both. Maybe. Um, and you're right. It is Cassandra. It will. Oh, good. Good, good. It's like, I don't know shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, Bruno had the same thing. Except for in his view, he was hurting people, so he just disappeared. He just disappeared. But if you go back to Disney villains, it's like, okay, so we got Simba's dad, Bambi's mom. Who else's parents die? Tarzan's parents. Tarzan's parents. Nemo's mom. Nemo's mom. Um, Dumbo's mom. Well, she didn't die, but she got taken away from What's him. What's up, Pixar or DreamWorks? What? Uh, up? That's uh, that's Pixar. Right? That's Pixar, yeah. 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 So, well, not not a parent, but his wife. Yeah, his wife. Yeah, apparently, that's the most heartbreaking. I've watched it. And I'm like, I've seen worse. I mean, it's sad, yes, but it's not the most heartbreaking thing. It probably mm-hmm. would be if I was a kid. I mean, I, I, I had a heart. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you had a heart, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd or, 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 or you, you know, love somebody that deeply. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would probably help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, um. Now, here's another question. Yeah. One guest celebrity, voice actor, whatever, that you would love to meet at the con? Robert Unglund. <laughs> Robert fucking Unglund. Uh, yeah, no, Robert, Ung- Robert Unglund was up there. And yeah. I, I remember that one. I wasn't able to make it. I definitely can't make this one. And I'm, I'm just sad. I, I would have loved to meet him. Mm-hmm. Um... I'd say Paul Rudd. I'd mm. love to meet Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. I want to learn his secrets. Mm-hmm. I want to crack his head open, drink from his essence, and live forever. <laughs> yeah, I want to learn what devil he made a pact with. Right. Uh, there was definitely something at a crossroads there. For me, it would be Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. I'd love yeah. to meet. There, there. You know, there are. I don't go gaga over celebrities. There are some celebrities that I want to meet. And at the same time, it's still like, hey, that's cool. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't... See, for me, it's more like, not so much I want to meet them. Because I don't really care to meet celebrities either. But I like panels. And I wish we did more panels when we went. Yeah. Like Mark Hamill's panel, I would absolutely go to. Yeah. Oh, God, that would... Because I've seen videos of his panels and they're great. Oh, my God. Star Wars nerd panels are the best because there's always that one guy. Mm-hmm. There was only this is a great like, story. I love this story. We we don't like me and Cracker. We don't go to a lot of panels. We just mostly do a lot of merch. And you were talking about and, the Ray Park one, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we do a shit ton of autographs, and that's where like my wife, where's Tom, in the autograph area, yeah, doing the line ride, doing the line rides. She's like, which line are you in now? I'm in Neil Patrick Harris's, which was fucking amazing. Anyways, 
Um, so we're going to Ray Park's panel, right? And people are asking him, like, oh, can you show us, you know, some some of your works with the lightsabers? So he grabs one of the kids' dual lightsabers and he does a big thing and he's jumping around and doing flips and shit like that with it. Which apparently is very common. Yeah. He'll, he'll do that a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, my favorite part was what preceded that was one guy stood up and he's like, of the seven different <laughs> styles of lightsaber combat, which one do you prefer and did you use in the movies? And he's like, I, I don't really know anything about that. I kind of just did my own thing. <laughs> I was told awesome. to make it look good, <laughs> right. so I did. The voice, the question. Yeah, it was, was straight out of like a TV show with like a stereotypical was a stereotypical geek. nerd. Yeah. That was the reason why uh, Leonard Nimoy came to hate Spock. Yeah. Eventually, he, he ended up loving the character. S- same but, with uh, Shatner. Yeah, Shatner. Shatner had a big, had trouble yeah. doing it too. And, uh, like, you watch uh, Captains with Shatner. Yeah. Where he goes around talking to the different captains and stuff yeah. like that that have played in the, in the so Star he, Trek uh, series. He does Chris Pine. He does Stuart, um, James, A- not James Avery. The one from Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Jane that Wayne. guy was weird. But was, yeah, he ended up kind yeah. of falling off the wagon there. Yeah, like you can even see fun. Shatner looking at the camera going, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the one that did uh, Jane, Jane, but, uh, Jane Way or his, whatever. Yeah, that. his... Uh, Kate Voyager. Voyager. I think Bakula was on there too. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, his his talk with uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, that was really good. That, that was the best because it was the two best captains yeah. sitting there. Yeah, the most iconic talking, captains. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, that was the big selling point with genera- generations, Stuff like right? that. And they ended up talking about the pressure that the fans put on them. Mm-hmm. Right? And how they're no longer identified by what else they've done. Yeah. But what they have done because of this popular TV show. Well, apparently Stewart almost got fired. Yeah. Um or he had the option to quit. So if you watch, I think it was season three, season four. Yeah. Um, that's when he got assimilated into the Borg. Oh, that was his option to get out? Yeah. Well, there was a lot of um, headbutting between him and the cast during the first couple of seasons. Because uh, he was... Professional British actor. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how you should act. Yeah. He basically had to have the stick removed. And yeah. he even admitted it. Yeah, no, he didn't. Captains, he was like, I come here and... Everybody's joking around. I'm saying, this is a serious production. Yeah. And then I learned that you can have fun on set. And I think that's kind of why he does, like, the, the American Dad stuff now. Yeah. And he did, like, pics or emojis the movie. And he just likes to take these weird, stupid roles yeah. now. Because he doesn't need to do serious stuff. There's that... He played his Nazi. He doesn't need to do it again. Yeah. There, there was that one where he... Um... I can't remember what he was, but he was, like, some ants were eating his flowers. I can't remember what movie it was, but he, you motherfucker, and he's firing the gun in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Killing my petunias. <laughs> the girl's like, give me the gun, and he's just like, ah, oh, fine. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Stewart's one of those actors where it's really weird to see him swear when he act, when he's in, like in a movie where he can actually yeah. swear yeah. or do bad like things. Logan? Hmm? Like Logan? Where yeah. He's, yeah, because yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, you don't picture really, Xavier really doing Stewart, that. It's Professor X yeah. swearing. That <laughs> was a Fuck Logan. It's like Jesus. <laughs> but uh, I, I wish I would have met him. We tried. 
but at the time what they were trying to do was uh instead of having big lines you'd buy a ticket mm -hmm. for a time slot okay yeah and then you would go into that time slot you'd show your little ticket yeah you already purchased your autograph so you just have to pick your photo and they sign it right and we went to go get it and the last uh few slots uh were sold out oh. so we weren't able to get him when they did the so uh, was a failed experiment. they almost cast patrick stewart to play mr freeze and batman and robin that would have been awesome they're in an alternate universe that movie exists yeah um, so aren't are, are batman and robin kind of yeah we've talked about I, that before i would know but i'd love to meet arnold schwarzenegger yeah no yeah I, that, he, i've he, he heard he's a cool. really nice guy too and Absolutely. He, he'll sit there and he's kind of like uh john reese davies was when he came uh his line was always huge because he would talk because yeah. he would talk to everybody if you had something to say and ask him a question or something like that yeah. he would gladly answer it and, and sit there and talk to you like you guys have been best friends for years yeah i you know and, and that's that's why i love doing the line rides because you get up there and you get to meet them and some of them are very personable and you could be able to talk to them and stuff like that like uh the last time will wheaton i i met will wheaton was uh when I, he came up with a little stuffed animal of himself. Oh, yeah. And uh, Cracker and I, we call it Little Willie. Right? And I even asked him if he would sign my Little Willie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, uh, yeah. He's I mean, like, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but then we started talking about hockey because he's a big hockey fan. And see, and that's the interaction that everybody wants with a celebrity. They they want to meet these people that they I mean there's that old adage never meet your heroes, mm -hmm. no. um, but you want to meet people like Arnie like John Rhys Davis like uh, Will um, Will Eaton, people that will sit there and yak your ear off. Yeah, as long didn't, as you're respectful about it. Exactly. Didn't you right. have like a two and a half hour conversation with um, Cuba Gooding Jr. No, not Cuba Gooding Jr. It wasn't there in Th Flurry. It was. Um, Oh God, the name's escaping me now. Lanny McDonald. Lanny McDonald, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys that will just sit there and yak, yep, and talk about whatever. And it's it's that human interaction, it's that human connection that we're I think we're all really looking for when we want to meet a celebrity. Yeah, because you want to walk away going, "Wow, I met this person." Yeah, like when they announced, like they announced the morning of for. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris, mm -hmm. right? And uh, we had our day planned. All right, the, you know, like these, these are the actors that we're going to hit because they're only here on this day. So we're we're going to go to them first, mm -hmm. and then these people next, and, and then we'll try and fit in these people. But if we don't get to these people, that's fine because they're here the next day, right? right. So we we plan out our day, right? Because the line rides, you know, sometimes. We get up right away, right? We lock out. It's the end of their shift. When they had shifts, now what they do is if they're not at a panel mm -hmm. or on lunch break, they're at their booth signing. Right. Right. So it's all day event. They have like 
a couple hours in the day that they can have to themselves and eat lunch and chill out, snack, get the hell away from people, get the hell away from wash people, their hands, right? Um, and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you talk about planning your day. There's something yeah, about Neil Patrick Harris. Neil, yeah. Right. So uh, they announced that morning with Neil Patrick Harris. We're like, that's our fucking day. <laughs> yeah. He's only here the Friday. Fuck. Well, we gotta fuck everybody. <laughs> that's our day. Fuck everybody. We'll squeeze anybody else in. We don't care if it takes us all day. And it nearly fucking did. <laughs> We went there, we got there, we went straight for the line. We waited in the, and they had the line split up into two different lines. Mm-hmm. The first line was to purchase your autograph and picture. Right. Right. Second line was to go get it signed. Okay. Okay. So we were in the first line for an hour and a half, which is pretty long for any line. Mm-hmm. Unless you wait right after they finish signing and you go and stand first in line and then you wait for the next time they come back. Then you're going to be waiting a while, right? right. So, so then we went and had to get back at the end of the line. Of the next line, right? Another hour and a half for him to sign. Ugh. To get the sign. So that was three hours of waiting in line. Uh, my wife's like, um, where are you guys? Well, still Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> you know, a couple hours later, where are you guys? Well, still Neil Patrick Harris. We're about three feet away from where we were. Yeah. <laughs> We've moved an inch. <laughs> but you, you, you know, you can sit there and we could just talk to each other or you could talk to other people and meet other nerds and yeah. stuff like that. And we ha- we've had some great conversations with other people in the line and whatnot. Uh, uh, there's this one, like, we even, <laughs> we were waiting in line to get into the building of this one. And <laughs> we start talking about weird cartoon porn. <laughs> of course. With to do with nerds. The people in front of us. <laughs> what an icebreaker there. What kind yeah. of porn are you into? <laughs> yeah. What, what right. you well, I had some hentai from when I was... <laughs> well, let me just bring it up on my phone here and I'll show you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we ended up talking to them the whole time. And then once we got in, we just kind of split off our own ways. Nice. Right? And it was funny because it was like <laughs> two, uh, two girls that were dressed up like Mary and Luigi would walk by. And... Uh, there's a guy in front of us. It's like, holy crap, you guys are the hottest Mario and Luigi I've ever seen. Can I get a picture with you? And they're like, yeah, sure, right? They loved it, right? They loved the attention. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's that whole, that whole experience. Oh yeah, there's, like, there's, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, before we end up, because we're ending things, I just want to—I just saw this headline here, and I got to share it with everybody right, before uh, before we sign out here. Um, duck walks into pub, downs a pint, fights a dog. <laughs> I love this duck. Is it a Florida duck? 
Uh, no idea. I mean, it, it, it looks pretty well put together. Like, there's a picture of it there. You can see that. It's a pretty well put together duck, so I don't think it's a Florida duck. If it was, it'd be high on meth. It, it like feels that. like that's a Florida story, though. It Down's does. a point. That's got to be I'm England. actually trying to see if there's any. Yeah, there's no indication of where the hell that was. But, yeah, no, that's probably my favorite headline for the day. So you're, you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. All right. All right. So this has been uh, the Odd Guys Out podcast. Today we've been talking mostly about Comic-Con and experiences. Holy shit. We stayed on topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on that, on that one, guys. When I lead the, right? <laughs> on, on that one, guys, if you guys have a favorite Comic-Con story, don't be afraid to post it on our Facebook page. We'd love to hear about it. We might even uh, repeat it on air. Or have you guys a uh, guest star on air, uh, maybe in the future, to tell your story. So don't be afraid to comment on our Facebook page. We do have one on social media. We're working on Twitter, Instagram, all that other stuff. But uh, And then, JD, what is it? Stay odd, fellas? Stay odd, guys? Stay odd, fellas? No, stay, no, no. no, no. It's, stay odd, my friends. Stay odd, my friends. The Odd Guys You'll Out get podcast. It. Get it. Hey, I'm just glad you recorded it this time. Yeah. Yeah. Dong. Dong. All right. Alright. Like, subscribe, and follow us. Follow us on our Facebook page at the Yaw Guys Out Podcast. The Yaw Guys Out Podcast is written and produced by Angus Fraser, Tom Boda, and JD Hughes, and is distributed by Anchor FM.